You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolize Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as this team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome, everybody, to edition of being a bunch of losers seven. Seven in a row for the Buffalo Sabres. Losing their seventh in a row in very similar fashion to the previous six. Uh, Poor play in their own end, in front of their own net. Um, Puck watching. Not playing with any edge or physicality. I just, I, I, I don't know what, like, how much more do things need to be pounding your heads that you need to attack their net and defend yours? Um, the the Brady Kachuckle is a perfect example. Both Labushkin and uh, I believe it was Labushkin and Yoki Haru. Is there Labushkin or Yoki Haru or Fitzgerald or Yoki Haru? Literally. It, like at both points, I mean, I think I believe it was Yoki Haru was there when he cradled the puck off the end boards and then or the backboards and then tucked it in the net. Why is he not on his ass? Why is he not on his ass? Why is he not on his ass? You're a chump, dude. Like, you're allowed to hit. You can hit him. He has the puck. It won't be interference. It's the same damn thing every game. You're not blocking shots. You're not, you know, sacrificing the body. You're you're just puck watching. Use your sticks as windshield wipers in front of the net. Like, pick up a stick. Take a body. Like, Watch his goal on his own, on his own rebuff, a block shot. Just go to him. Go to him. Don't give him the space to shoot. Go to him. Play aggressive. Play with an edge. Like the Brinkhead's goal. Everybody's just watching. Not taking a man. Your defensive zone coverage is absolutely abysmal. And I'm sorry, Kevin Adams. I'm sorry, Dagranato. You should be able to go. A, t- a quarter of a season without Matias Samuelson and not having it affect you this negatively. Like, where's the Labushkin out there? The guy who we were like in awe of how hard and physical he was playing to start the season. He's been a ghost. He's nowhere to be found. So I'm so angry. My dog's scared. He's leaving the room because he doesn't want to deal with it anymore. He's over the Buffalo Sabres. Same old Sabres, right? Same old Sabres, one scoreline, no depth. And as I said it, I'll hang up and listen last night. I'll say it again right now. They need a legitimate second-line center because Dylan Cousins isn't getting it done. And it's not his fault. 
Sure, there's mental errors out there that are, but he shouldn't be in this situation to begin with. He should be on your third line, a checking line with some scoring touch. That's the position he should be in if you want this team to succeed this season. But he's not. Like, I, I like, don't go like Kevin Adams had the right idea when he went out and got traded for Eric Stahl. Granted, Eric Stahl didn't want to be here, but that move needed to be made last offseason. Instead, you throw a bunch of young guys who are still growing into their bodies, still developing, and expect them to just slot into that role? No, it's not going to work. Jacob Bryson, I'm so over that project player. I'm just done with it. I am done with Jacob Bryson. Case, oh, it's just, it, it, it's so infuriating. Like, is Jack, I'm, I'm sorry, is Jack Quinn injured? I can't remember. Is Jack Quinn injured? Because why is he not in the lineup? He better be hurt. I know a post was on IR. Samuel said apparently skating against him. He'll be back soon. I can't even remember. Is Jack Quinn hurt? Like, because if he's not, then why the hell is he not in this lineup? Because that's a joke too. Like, analytically, for all the analytic people, like, he's been one of the best, like, higher expected goals for players when he's in the lineup. Okay, he is listed day-to-day with Upper Bottinger. So it wasn't, uh, you know, a benching by Granado tonight. Okay, my fault, my mistakes. I didn't realize he was hurt. It's hard to tell because sometimes he'll just get benched for no reason. Uh, it's just, I just, I, I don't know, like, uh, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. According to uh, Lance Lyasowski, this is yesterday's time. It will be determined by how he responds in practice and skates. Again, he skated today. Hopefully, um, Hopefully, you know, he gets back sooner right later because they desperately, desperately, desperately need Samuelson in this lineup in the worst, worst, worst kind of way. And it's not even not even funny. It's 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 embarrassing how bad they are defensively, just without him there. And that's embarrassing that you just need that guy to be competent in your own end. Like I know he's that much of an important piece and he's an anchor back there. But you should be able to lean on other players not named Owen Power and not named Rasmus Dahlin. This is so embarrassing. Like, that just be, I should just like walk away from the screen and just write embarrassing. Write embarrassing because that's what this is. It's embarrassing that you have to rely on one line again to do all your scoring. Same old Sabres. Sound familiar? Sound familiar? Jack Eichel, Jeff Skinner, Sam Reinhardt. Sound familiar? having to lean on those guys and you wonder why you can't be successful like consistently or sustain success is because you can't create depth. Yes, we have an insanely amount of potent young hockey players in this pipeline, but they're not here. They're not ready yet. So if you want to win this season, if that is the goal, if that is the goal, Kevin Adams, if that is the goal, Don Granato, then why didn't you make the proper moves in the offseason to bring in a veteran player to center that second line. I've literally been saying it since last offseason. Since the offseason began, you need a second line center. These guys aren't ready to be that guy. They should be in those those situations uh, in your bottom six, learning down there. Less is more for them right now. But instead, you force these guys into situations that they're not ready for. They will be. They will be there. But because you didn't address that, Kevin Adams, you lack so much depth. And again, once again, 
all your scoring is coming from one fucking line. Is anybody else as tired of as me to see one line consistently go out there and produce? And then when you break it up, it does it does you no good because then you're not getting anything from any of the four lines. Because you can't find consistent chemistry in your bottom nine. It's a joke. It's a joke. We got some comments here in the peanut air. Let's see what uh, Iron uh, New F. Pure play is pure garbage. I hate to say it, but you have to question the coaching now. Uh, yeah, I mean, and that like kind of falls on your assistants. I mean, Matt Ellis. I mean, we've been complaining about him even since last year. I mean, at what point do you start to shake things up and maybe bring in some new assistants? Because I don't know what, what they need to do. Dwayne, are you turning insane yet? Nice try score predictions. Five to Sabres rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was terrible. I gave them too much credit. Same old Sabres. Yep, same old Sabres. Cousins and Peter. <laughs> Man, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that must have met Paterka. Missed huge scoring opportunities or uh, uh, opportunities. Loss, cause, lack of talent. Or finesse Sabres can't catch a break. Um, Mauricio always coming in with the hot takes power play one for eight. No. Yeah. Uh, eight power play chances tonight, eight. And you went one for eight. One of those was a f- two uh, was a four minute for high sticking on Gergensen's who didn't return to the game. And that is, an, that is a huge loss in my opinion. And you take a penalty barely a minute into that power play, not even, and you kill yourself. You could have started the game off like hot with some momentum that moved by Jeff Skinner, the spin around the backhand and went far and out of the net. Like what a way to start and get fans like, Oh, right. Here we go. Like talk, turn a corner. Let's change things. Let's switch things up. Nope. Nope. You take a stupid penalty right after you get a, a, a four minute power play for a high stick on Ger- against Gergensen's and you ruin that one for eight is inexcusable. And that falls on your assistance as well. You have to start questioning their abilities because it can't just be Tage Thompson all the time. It just can't be Rasmus Dahlin all the time. Even Owen Power, like, he's looked phenomenal lately. Like, I definitely think he is in conversation for Rookie of the Year. But you're making it a lot harder on the guy when you can't win a fucking hockey game. Sabres stink. Uh, We need another rant. Come on. Yeah, I'm on the no-fly list there, bud. Granado is a poor coach, too lackluster. I don't think he's a poor coach. I just think that – I just don't think the tools are there yet for him. I really don't. I just think you're too undersized, for one, especially on your blue line. You're undersized, like guys like Jacob Bryson, Casey Fitzgerald. Yoki, how are you, too? Like, they're just too undersized. They're too undersized. Um, Arm, Arma Tage, uh, Tation, uh 86 – it's almost like they're okay with losing. This team doesn't deserve to wear the goat head. I agree with that. Like, you can't be okay with losing. There should be, like, in those post-game uh, interviews, they should be so fucking pissed off. Like, you saw Tortorella, I believe it was yesterday, when they were interviewing him on the bench, and it's like, we're playing like shit. We're play- that was during the game. I'm not a guy who wants a coach to go in there or players are going to throw chairs around and, and, like, start calling people out. But at what point does that have to start happening? Because you're getting ready to go to Toronto. A Toronto team is playing very well right now. And you're going to go there playing like this? Forget about it. Forget about it. You're going to get torched. And lose eight in a row. Eight in a row. And I am not on board with firing more head coaches, man. I want consistency and stability behind the bench. 
So, no, I'm not looking to fire a head coach after another losing streak. But you want to know what, guys? You have to start finding ways to win. You have to play with urgency. You have to play with desperation. You are not a finesse team. You are not a team that's going to score on transition. You're not a team that's going to score off the rush yet. You're not there yet. So you have to go and dig and find ways to score and be able to take a lump, a lump or two to, to, to score in front of the net. Have a puck go off. Uh, like, look at this. Oh, look at this. A roller hockey game. Monday night. Hold on. Look at this. Pulling this webcam. Look at this. Yeah. Right off the foot. Look at that big-ass bruise. Huh? Look at that. For all you feet fans here. Feet. The foot has been more interesting than the Buffalo Sabres. The foot. I took a puck right off the right off the uh right off the foot, intentionally trying to block a shot in a men's league roller hockey game. These guys aren't even trying to do it at the national level. Like, stop puck watching. Get in lanes. Head on a swivel. Know where everybody is. Take a man. That DeBrickheckle is another perfect example. How do you leave that guy wide open? He's one of the best goal scorers in the league. One of the best finishers in the league. Like, for fuck's sakes, man. It is unbelievable. Why do you bother Adams' useless grot? I was lame. Uh, insanity, insanity. Cousin, second line center, man. Whose fault? Adams. Yeah, that's on Kevin Adams. Power play is pure garbage. I hate to say it, but you have to question coaching now. As you said earlier, yeah, 100%. Bryson is petite, lacks any physical force. Quinn is injured. Yep, yeah, we uh, we came to that conclusion earlier. What's wrong with the power play? No scoring chances, even taking penalties, turnover, sad, pathetic power play. Krebs looks lost. You got That's a guy you got to get going. He was one of the main pieces of the Eichel deal, and he doesn't have a goal this season. He hasn't scored yet. I thought maybe in the pregame show, uh, you know, after seeing him last night playing with some more urgency and and like playing taking more chances, maybe he'd get the team on the board tonight. But nope, again, it's Tate Thompson. Tate Thompson with a 97, 97 mile per hour cannon on the power play. What else is new? Paterka, so many shots, scoring chances, lost all faith. Yeah, the guy is playing well, but the puck's just not going in. I, I love Paterka's game. I always have. Uh, power play is sad. Let's take penalties even when we can't score on shorthanded opportunities. He said the coaches look lost, lack any decent strategies. 100% agree. The Sabres are fine. Get out of fuck. Get out of here, Partham. Sabres are fine. Fuck out of here. Yeah, Sabres. Yeah, no. 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 Take your, take your, take your hot takes and take them to the wrestling chat. Don't bring them here. Sabres are not fine. They look terrible. Look absolutely terrible. Lack any edge. You have to play with an edge when you when you're not a high finesse, high skill, quality team. You have to be willing to play with an edge to score and win hockey games. They are not. They are not playing physical. As much as people like to criticize Ray and like how he likes to talk about the old days and enforcers and stuff, he's right. He's a thousand percent right out there. Like, you have to be willing to play with an edge. You have to be willing to get pucks in it and take a beating. He's 1,000% right. You're not a team that's going to score off the rusher in transition yet. Will you? Uh, yeah, will you at some points? Yes. But you're not going to do it consistently the way, like, Edmonton or Vegas does. You don't have the depth to be that team yet. I just – what Krebs, what's his role, offers nothing. I Again, he's still young. I, I, I know that kid will turn it around. 
it's the burning room meme, man. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just getting getting a little uh getting a little uh ex- excited, not excited. The opposite of excited, Partham. I apologize. Uh, I'll show you my feet some more. Can you say hi, uh, Coral? Yes, hi, Coral. Thanks for hopping on the program. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> go Sabers. These they suck. Um, Sabers are an AHL minor league scrubs. I again, I don't agree with that. I think there's talent there. We saw it in October. Same old Sabers. Hot start. Terrible November. So. The talent is there. The talent is absolutely there. It's just putting these players in positions to succeed. And Dylan Cousins in your second line is not putting that guy in a position to succeed. I mean, it shows so much more now how much you could have used a guy like Ethan Bear or Mike Riley when they were available, either on the trade block or when Riley was available on waivers when they had to make bring back McAvoy. Like, I don't understand how you look at this roster as it sits and think, yeah, I don't need those guys. You 100% need those guys. You needed those guys. And now you're going to go to Toronto and you're going to get bullied around by a much high qual, uh, much higher quality hockey team with a lot more skill and finesse. And I I would love, I was considering going to that game in Toronto saying, fuck it. I mean, sure. Tickets aren't going to be crazy expensive, uh, not compared to what they usually are in Toronto, but I was considering going, I don't want to drive all the way to Toronto to watch this. Absolutely not. This is embarrassing embarrassing so gonna bring up the uh the old box score here so we can see how much we suck tonight because you know we just love pain we love we love 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 being in pain and self-inflicted misery um i don't know anymore it's uh it's pathetic so i'll bring it up here on the screen for everybody to see uh, because again, we just love, love, love causing ourselves miserably misery and pain. Um, give me one second here. Let's check it out. Here we go. Sabres score only goal coming from Tage Thompson with assists to, Oh, check it out. Rasmus Stalin and Alex Tuck. Um, unfortunately, Eric Comrie getting hurt on that collision, uh, initiated by, uh, Rasmus Stalin in front. One of the guys that was willing to play with an edge, Craig Anderson coming in relief, only giving up one goal on, uh, 15 shots. So I thought Craig Craig looked great tonight in front of, uh, and you know, a, a beloved fan base. They played a nice video for him, uh, honored, uh, you know, his time, uh, with the Ottawa senators, especially during hockey fights, cancer week. Uh, his wife, Nicole, a hockey, uh, you know, uh, cancer survivor. I remember that, that uh, playoff run they went on where it was a, kind of like a, a win for Nicole mentality. Um, again, uh, you know, good, good, uh, good filling performance by Craig Anderson. Senators, two assists to Jake Sanderson, who uh, got was injured, I believe, in the second period. Tim Stutzel, goal and a six. Alex DeBrincat, a goal. Um Assists going to Travis Hamannick, Nick Holden, uh, Matthew Joseph, uh, Parker Kelly, and goals for Brady Kachuk and Austin Watson. Again, as I said in the pregame, you play terribly against teams' top lines. You don't have an answer for the other teams' top lines. Uh, Anton Forsberg, another backup goalie! Uh, 29 saves on 30 shots for the win. 
and it's just becoming a vicious cycle. Every time you play the Sabres, you play your backup goaltender because, you know, those are the games you give them against the weaker competition, right? And do the Buffalo Sabres feel insulted that they're being given the weaker competition? Apparently not because they don't go out there and play with any edge at all. I, I It's just it, – it really is becoming – it's an absolute National Hockey League embarrassment. Um, I do want to bring up, if I can find it, um, you know, the stat lines, uh, you know, outside of players. So let's check it out. Where is it? Where they offer the game recap. Let's check it out. Oh, here it is. Let's watch the game recap, everybody. Hey, why not? Why not? Here we go. Awesome way to start. Here in the first period. I believe, is this the, uh, nope, just a bunch of wide shots. I'm, I'm expecting to see the Jeff Skinner play here. Uh, oh, yep, that's the follow-up by Watson. Again, nobody goes to the man. See the first initial shot get blocked. Hits a stick. And he just follows up. And everybody's just watching him. Again, you know, sometimes you can't control a play, a puck getting deflected and going right back to him. But in the same breath, like, you have to go to him. You have to have to go to him. Yep. Big saves by Comrie there early in the game. I thought he played well for the time he was in there. You can't really blame him for... The goals that were scored. Yeah. Again, Sabres were creating chances for themselves in the first period. Um, unfortunately, just wasn't working out. Second period. Let's go. Tied at 1-1. Tage Thompson goal. An absolute cannon. On the power play, they clocked it in at 97 miles an hour. Here's the goal that made it 2-1 to one off the backboard. Brady Kachuk there to pick up the loose puck. Two defensemen just looking at him in the vicinity. Don't touch him. Put him on his ass. Like, I like that should not be that close to your goaltender and go untouched. It's just inexcusable. So 2-1 Senators. I believe this is when Anderson came in for relief. Actually... Is this when Anderson came in relief? No, it's not. No. Maybe it was. That was when Anderson. Some big saves from him. Two to one now in the third period. This is where you leave DeBrincat completely wide open. Oh, an ad. Yeah. That play is coming up here shortly. Again, just a lot of lack of awareness in your own end. Anderson coming up big for you. I believe uh, the goal came up here not not too long after this, the Debrinkat goal, where, again, a lot of puck watching, nobody paying attention to where one of the more lethal goal scorers in the league is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is it right here. Big rebound. Again, that's, a, that, that's almost sometimes a rebound, a, a, an intentional shot for a rebound. I don't know if that's what that situation was here. But, again, just hat on a swivel. Everybody's puck watching. Everybody's watching the puck carrier. Not not realizing 
you know, who's around you. So we'll stop, we'll stop sharing right here because that's just painful. Anyways, um, again, just so many mental errors, so many mental mistakes, just no, like not playing with any edge. Like I, I know like the analytics people's like, Oh, you know, we don't need, that's not what hockey is. It is though. It is. You need players willing to play with an edge. You need bullies to play a physical style of hockey and they just don't do it. They just don't do it. So in a couple of nights, uh, they do go, I'm just trying to find the overview for, you know, the block shots. If there were really any, um, trying to find that stat line for you guys, but um, I'm sure it was pretty terrible to be hundred percent honest with you. Um, sure. It was awful. The uh, let's see here. I'll just go to the Sabres Twitter page because uh, yeah, it's probably pretty terrible. The lack of block shots, the lack of playing with any urgency, um, Tage Thompson, you know, scored a power play goal to extend his point streak. Yeah, fantastic. Great. Give us – yeah, they're probably embarrassed to post that one. Anyways, um, you know, again, just a huge lack of urgency tonight. I just hate to keep on repeating myself. Um, I'm really just kind of sick and tired of doing these post games, at loss after loss, but I'm here to go through it with you guys. I just don't really know how you get yourself out of this rut. You know, you had two games here, back-to-back, Vancouver and Ottawa, two games that you're supposed to be better than. Uh, you should win, and you don't. And uh, now you're heading into a Toronto team that's playing very well right now. And, uh, I mean, I mean, I guess if you're going to turn things around and get this fan base engaged again, go spank Toronto the way you did post-Eichel game um, after you beat the Eichel, uh, Eichel return game 3-1 to one last year. Heritage Classic, you spanked them, uh, played much better. And um, I guess that's a way that you can, um, you know, get out of this rut. But that's a tall, that's a tall order. That's a tall, a tall ask, big ask. I guess a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs on Saturday, November 19th. Uh, again, I don't want to take up too much of your guys' time tonight because I'm just sick and tired of talking about losing. I have food on the way. I'm going to try and enjoy uh, what little time I have before I go to bed here tonight. And um, I will hang up and listen. Sabres drop another one, four to one. Embarrassing again. Played with no edge, no urgency, um, no desperation. They don't look like a team that's on a seven-game losing streak right now. You know, it, again, somebody said earlier, it's looked like they're okay with losing, and that's embarrassing. I'll uh, pull up a few more comments here in the uh, in the um, just in the in the uh, peanut gallery. Sorry, I'm just tired. Just got back from their game. I live in the Stutz. I live in Tim Stutzel's building. Oh, fantastic! Happy for you. Happy for you. All good. Getting excited why pe- is why people love you. I appreciate it, bud. Talent is where Cousin Krebs, Quinn Paterik, or Bryson Pilot. There is talent there, uh, just not in the last two names, personally. Um, Pilot probably could have stayed in Europe. Uh, Circus Act, Sabres, Clown Act, can't score, can't defend, can't back check. Are you still, I love your hot takes and I love your passion. Um, 
I really, really do. And that's why I love it when you come into these post games and you, uh, you hold no punches, bud. And I love it. You can't hold punches with this hockey team. They don't deserve it right now. They deserved it in October. They sure shit don't deserve it in November. And again, same old Sabres, right? Same old Sabres from years past. They deserve nothing but criticism. Um, and if they don't get their shit together in the next 48 hours, they're going to get absolutely slapped in the mouth by the Toronto Maple Leafs. And that, I don't, please just, go, just beat Toronto. Just please fucking beat Toronto, man. I, I, you know, I talk so much shit and I love it with Leafs fans. I, I just, I need a win. I need a win against Toronto. I, I do. Um, I don't know what to do anymore. I really don't. This is just depressing. So with that being said, I'll hang up and listen. It's been brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. Um, hey, we could see a UPL call up with the Comrie injury. We'll see. Not that I can I'm not excited that Comrie's hurt because I thought he played well while he was playing. Can't blame him for the first two goals. So, um, you might see UPL. People might get their wish, so we'll see. Um, I'd imagine they would uh, they would call him up from Rochester. So, actually, again, before I let you go, let you guys go, let's see how he is doing in Rochester. Right? That's something we all want to know. Um, UPL, Uko Pekka Lukanen. I'm losing my mind. Losing my mind. Losing my mind. So in Rochester right now, he has a 307 goals against and an 898 save percentage, but he is six and three. So that tells me maybe there's a lack of help on the blue line, which much like tells the story. Uh, from last season as well. Um, has stayed healthy, though. That is a bright spot for sure. Uh, last year in nine games with the Buffalo Sabres, he had a 274 save or goals against and a 917 save percentage. Uh, and then back in Rochester, a 328 goals against and a 900 save percentage with a shutout and a 15 and 14 and 8 record. So if we do see UPL called up, uh, you know, again, Six and three record, you know, a little bit left to be desired there, you know, from a number standpoint, but the only number that matters is wins and losses. And we hope that this team can bring us home a W come Saturday night against the Toronto Maple Leafs, where I'd imagine we'll see Craig Anderson start uh, and maybe UPL in relief, depending on how serious this UPL injury or uh, this uh, uh, Eric Comrie injury is. So again, with that being said, I'll hang up and listen. This has been brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case over on Georgian Boulevard. Drown away your sorrows on Sabres game nights over at Outlet Liquor and drown away your sorrows on Bill's game day. Hopefully, you know, they pull one out against the Cleveland Browns on a team that they should absolutely beat. Hopefully we have Jordan Poyer, Greg Rousseau, and Trey White back in time for that game. And we're talking about a Bills win come Monday. I'll hang up and listen. And as you know, same old Sabres. Talk to you later.
Hey everybody, this is Dwayne from Two Goalies One Mike, a show where we give you a behind the mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now you might be thinking, hey Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we're bringing coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwreckSports.com or the Dean Blundell Podcasting Network. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker. It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.